so you can have dinner with nobody or you can shut the fuck up. Which one are you choosing? Give a fuck a lot of haters, Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me after this little hiatus that I went on um, because Apple is trying to sabotage me. So yeah, first my laptop stopped working and then my iPad stopped working um, and I had to go to the Apple store to get both of these things fixed. Um, and I have Apple Care on my both of these items, right? And they were talking about like it's going to cost like an additional $1,000 because look... I'm not dealing with none of that. So Apple Care, Apple tricks you into buying Apple Care, and they're like, "Well, it's the only way you're gonna be able to get stuff fixed, and you still gotta pay to get stuff fixed when you come in there." So, um, if anybody out there is wondering what the trick is to getting um, free service at the Apple Store, it's having a mental breakdown in the middle of the store, um, and then they treat you pretty nicely. But nonetheless. My stuff is fixed. I'm back off hiatus. And, you know, this content is just going to keep coming and coming and coming and coming. So thank you. Welcome back. Oh, and welcome to the brand new release day. Um, I th I'm thinking Wednesday, Wednesday, excuse me, are going to look a little better for me, for everybody, whatever. But, <laughs> you know, because Fridays, you know, people, they, they like to go to the club. They like to cut a rug or, you know, they like to have a little sneaky link, whatever the case may be you know your weekend is yours and I understand you might not want to listen to a podcast so how about some midweek motivation and that's how I decided upon Wednesday so thank you so much for coming back and joining us again for another episode um I'm so excited to be here um, so we're just going to get right off into the swing of things because there has been something circulating on Twitter for the last week that um, has really not been sitting right in my spirit. And um, you guys might have an idea of what it is. So I just want to know why um, it is that you niggas want to go to dinner with Jay-Z instead of receiving $500,000 or, or was it $50,000? I don't remember. Either way, I would like to know why you think advice is worth money. Here's the thing. Here's my problem. Here is my concern. And it's very, it's giving. I uh, really struggle with reading and understanding things because I read the little explanation that the dude gave and he's like, you know, it's because the expertise and he going to give you the blueprint on how to be successful. Woo, woo, woo. The only thing Jay-Z is going to give you at this dinner is maybe a signed copy of his album or a selfie opportunity and that's if this nigga literally just didn't come to dinner because he wanted to eat and let's also remember that you probably invited jay-z on this dinner you were the one who wanted all this expertise you wanted all this knowledge so this is gonna be your treat so now you just spent four hundred dollars on the meal because jay-z ain't going to applebee's and you don't have $500,000. So here's another question. After you go to this expensive restaurant with Jay-Z and he leaves it with a $2,000 bill, how much of the $500,000 are you going to want then? <laughs> I want to know why you guys think 
these millionaires and these billionaires are going to sit you down and walk you through any motherfucking thing. Billionaires are not going to help you, okay? They're going to steal your labor. Um, They're going to find a way to capitalize off of things that other people create. And then they're going to continue to be in one of the most inaccessible um, brackets of wealth there is in the system of capitalism. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, Jay-Z is a bad person and he won't indulge you, but nobody is going to sit you down. Just like Beyonce is not going to sit you down and be like, here's how you become Beyonce. Okay. It's because a formula that she uniquely owns, like the way Jay-Z became successful is a formula that is uniquely his own. He made he made a bunch of money selling drugs. He self-published an album. He used that. He leveraged it to get probably a better recording. I think like a better recording contract or something. And then his success kind of went from there. That is a formula that is unique to Jay-Z. And then once his recording career was successful, he used the money from that career to, you know, get into other business ventures. That is a formula that belongs uniquely to Jay-Z, that the formula that Beyonce has belongs uniquely to Beyonce, just like fucking Jeff Bezos ain't about to sit you down and be like, here's how you become an Amazon tycoon. I mean, I could tell you it's like, like underpaying people, anti-union propaganda, being a white man with a father who can give him a small loan, but that's besides the point. The These millionaires and these billionaires are not going to sit down and they ain't going to tell you shit okay they are going to be they're going to do the polite smile the polite nod ask you if you want a picture and at the end of the dinner they're going to walk their happy ass back to their you know billionaire lifestyle and they're never going to think about you again I just I want to understand why y'all don't know that like why are you walking around here thinking like yeah like his advice and woo 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 and also like you're gonna leave this dinner you're not gonna have any connections you're not gonna have any capital and you're not gonna have any way to access any of the resources he tells you about which at this point in his life and at this point in in his career require capital okay every single solitary thing jay-z is doing right now if he needed a partner for that it's gonna require capital capital that you would have if you took the $500,000. So I just want y'all to think about that. I want y'all to have a seat and I want you, you know what, I just want you to read a book. I don't want you to read any specific books. Like, I just want you to pick up a book. Like, because I think a lot of y'all do a lot of scrolling on Twitter for business advice and life advice and just for general information. And it is clearly it has clearly been very, very detrimental. So I just want you to pick up a book. Um, I want you to read. And then I want you to see if you comprehend and you understood what you read, because it's definitely giving. You don't understand. Okay, it's, it's definitely giving cognitive dissonance, honey. So at the end of the day, I really just need you to read a book, please. And thank you. But yeah, um, Dinner with Jay-Z is not worth $500,000. Five fifty thousand dollars. It's not worth five thousand dollars, honey. If you have the option to get cash money, I don't care if it's dinner with. You know what? I, I would take dinner with Beyonce, not because I think it's worth five hundred thousand dollars, just because like when am I gonna be able to eat dinner with Beyonce? But that, that I digress. <laughs> if you have the option between dinner with somebody who is rich and a a monetary payment that would make the richness you seek a little bit more accessible, 
take the money. <laughs> Please take the money unless you're going to find, you know, unless you're going to start selling drugs um, to self-publish an album and then use that to get a recording contract. And then, you know, unless you're going to really do Jay-Z's formula. But other than that, please take the money. And I'm not saying, you know, that Jay-Z has not really become a force to be reckoned with. I'm not knocking him. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying he hasn't earned it because he did. That formula that Jay-Z created and owned and used to get here, it's amazing. So, you know, kudos for that. But please, y'all, please take the money. Please don't be on here. To, oh, he gone woo 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 and he gone woo woo. This man came to dinner, okay? This ain't you did not. This isn't a business meeting. You didn't, you know. This this is not a a class that Jay Z is teaching. He's coming to dinner, honey. He's he's just coming to dinner. Do you do your friends come to dinner and break down woo 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 one two three everything about their jobs and everything about their tax bracket? No, they came to dinner because they trying to eat. They trying to get these fried calamari. They trying to get these mozzarella sticks, maybe a mojito, a little margarita, and then they trying to go back home. Okay, he he came to them. All right, don't do this to Jay Z. And also, I really need y'all to take a break from the internet because it is very very clear um, <laughs> that it is causing a certain level of dissonance that is very concerning to me. So, like I said earlier, um, pick up a book, please. Pick up a book, um, and then go sit down and just be quiet. No follow-up necessary. Just just go sit down and be quiet, please. You know what's better than throwing away money to go to dinner with a billionaire? Credit. Oh, man. There has been so much stuff that has happened in the last two weeks since, uh, or however long. But in the time since, the podcast has been on hiatus. And it's just a lot. But the one thing that I just had to talk about, one thing that has just been sitting not well on the spirit is this whole situation with Lil Nas X. So Lil Nas X is gearing up for the release of his album, his self-titled album Montero. And he's doing promo. He's doing, you know, things online to promote his album photo shoots. He's tweeting, releasing trailers or whatever, you know, the artists do when they get ready to release the album. And let me just tell you, (laughs) let me just tell you, there is nobody more pressed Nobody just more hot in the ass about what Lil Nas is Lil Nas X is doing with his life than Lil Boosie, honey. There's no, I have never seen anybody so pressed about one specific person's actions in my entire life. It's so, it's so hilarious to me. So, and and we're not. I'm not gonna act like it's just singularly um Lil Nas X there is a, a Lil Boosie and his fans and you know just but there are more even more so than just his fans but there is an entire community online that is looking at Lil Nas X and they're like that's it that's the agenda that's gonna turn all the kids gay and I'm just like what the fuck <laughs> I'm confused um I, I just I really have no idea what they're talking about. So but let's just let's just break it down. So he one of the things that Lil Nas X did was he did like a photo shoot where like he was pictured as pregnant. And I thought it was hilarious. Like I thought it was funny because he's like, you know, I'm I'm birthing my album. Like that's fine. No no one is gonna like unless, you know, these kids are really just getting left behind. 
in school, no one is going to think that it is biologically possible for, you know, a cisgendered male (laughs) to just be able to give birth now. Because that was one of the, that's one of the tweets I saw, y'all. Somebody was like, oh, good. Now the boys are going to be thinking, oh, I want to be pregnant. I want to be pregnant. No, they're not, sweetheart. No, they're not. If your kids are dumb, just say that. If your kids have no understanding of the difference between what's real and what's fake just say that just just say it just let us know um because some of y'all kids are getting left behind but you know this this ain't about the churn right now this ain't about the churn this is just a really let, let's let's talk about the gay agenda let's talk about what the gays are trying to do to us <laughs> because i i for the life of me i cannot figure it out so apparently you know because he has done such you know, just awful things in the media. Lil Nas X is going to turn all of the kids gay. Um, he's going to make boys want to be pregnant. Um, and he's also just, I guess, deteriorating the minds of the youth. Um, so I think that's the gay agenda. Um, not we're not even going to mention how what might be deteriorating your kids minds is the fact that they're on iPads maybe 16 hours of the day but you know what I'm saying I ain't got no kids you I don't know how to be no parent but that's just me there are so many other things like I what I really don't understand I don't think people understand about the internet is like your kids are exposed to way more than just Lil Nas X. Like, unless you have some magical, uh, or not even magical, like, unless you have even basic, you know, parental filters on your internet or on your kids' computers or their devices or whatever, your kids can literally get on anything. They can see anything. They can do anything. Because the internet is infinite. Articles, pictures, videos, movies, entertainment like there are so many things like your kids could be exposed to and little Nas x is not the worst if your kids just you know phrased something wrong and googled it boom titties in their face right then in there like that i'm serious like your your kids could be exposed to so much worse than that and that was like one of booze's concerns too like oh the kids the kids the woo 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 the kids the kids the kids like if your kids, if Boost's kids if watch his music videos or the music videos of his counterparts, they're going to see ass and titties and big booty bitches. Like, <laughs> come on now. Like, what is Lil Nas X exposing your kids to that you, by proxy of your, your the, the culture that you participate in and are not exposing your kids to? And furthermore, sir, aren't you the person that hired a sex worker to basically assault sexually assault your young child so he would be ready to be a straight man like if anything like the the propaganda that your child is getting it's from you like that's what I don't understand and what I really because like you don't have to prepare your kids to be a sexuality like you don't have to prepare your kids to be straight you don't have to prepare your kids to be gay like and that's another thing that I really just don't get like eventually your kids are going to grow up um they're going to become more self-aware and they're going to you know know what they're attracted to like these are these are not things that you know your kids are just going to be like all right I'm 18 I choose to like girls not how it works I, I 
But I, I digress because what I'm talking about here is Lil Nas X and just the constant like harassment that he's receiving online. And like his based on his personality, like you're like, oh, my God, like he can handle this, like the trolls and all of the negativity that he's encountering doesn't even face him because he he does he has the comebacks you know he's like really he has really good responses he's always like yes I'm fueled by your hatred I drink it with my coffee in the morning but let's think about a young boy who and I won't say boy because I don't think he's a teenager I think he might be like 21 22 but a young man who has recently come to terms with his sexuality because he did come out relatively recently, um, something that he struggled with, whether that was because of a religious background or because of, you know, some familial pressures. But let's let's think about it. This young man who has recently come out, who has recently, you know, come into an industry that can villainize people, not only who look like him, but who identify like him and there the only thing he really gets online is constant harassment you don't it's 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 probably hurtful it is probably you know something he doesn't wish to speak about publicly but it's probably something that does give him you know uh or that does affect him mentally and emotionally more than he tells the public because He's the, the online when you're a, when you're a person in his position, when you're a person that has, you know, this public fame and the success and everything. It's it's one thing to just be like, I'm going to completely remove myself from it. Like, I'm going to be like Prince. I don't have an Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. Like, it's one thing to be like that. But he's got a pretty, you know, he's got a pretty big online presence. So I know he see he, he sees it. He occasionally interacts with it like he's a. Uh, he's he's in his early 20s like this is is and Boosie is like what I mean he looks 50 but he's probably like 40 maybe 35 um but like you are a grown-ass man and you are cyberbullying this guy because you don't like who he's attracted to let's talk about all of the times nobody said anything about women kissing each other in music videos on stage and performances let's talk about that let's talk about how the the your a lot of homophobia is really performative and it plays to the patriarchy like uh boosie has a whole ass motherfucking song about i i got my bitch up in the back i'm about to tear her ass apart i brought my other bitch in and made her eat her in the dark yeah they dyking you don't remember that song you made boosie because the women in that song were um they were queer women if they are having sex with other women they're queer women just like Lil, Lil Nas X is a queer man so your homophobia is really only that in the sense of patriarchy like as long as you can still watch two bad bitches fucking each other and eating on each other or whatever you want to see that's fine but the gay agenda is just black men what what sense does that make? What uh, the math ain't mathing? Y'all ain't making sense on Beyonce's internet, and it's really it's getting kind of frustrating because it's like uh, a lot of you all use you know this uh, the the performative bisexuality like women who just like other women to you know please men and the some sense of their fantasy you you like that you like the women who like a, I, I like bitches who like bitches my girl got a girlfriend type shit you like that but when it comes to men 
who are also queer and who are literally just doing the same things as women living their lives, now all of a sudden it's a problem. I don't understand. I don't get it. And it's really just like, Boosie, how is it that you continue to live your life in other people's business? Like that, it doesn't get tiring. Just in general, let's just, we, 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 we don't even have to be talking about from the frame of Lil Nas X. If you were living your life in other people's business, a hundred percent of the time, you wouldn't get tired. That wouldn't, you wouldn't just be like, you know what? I can't do this anymore because apparently he doesn't. He, he wake up in other people's business. He go to bed in other people's business, but somehow has managed to escape any type of internal reflection for his entire life, sir, 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 make it make sense. I can understand, like, for the most part, I am, I, 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 if you have objections to homosexuality, then I really cannot say anything right now because there, if there's one thing we know about homophobia is that it, it, you really can't reason with it. Like people are going to be against homosexuality for a variety of reasons. And a lot of them are religious, you know, but if there's one thing you can't do, it's persuade them otherwise. And that's fine. I gave up on trying a long time ago, but for Lil Boosie to use his platform to literally just try to tear down another black entertainer, it just doesn't sit right in my spirit like if you don't like his music that's one thing you don't have to like everybody's music but literally just berating this boy and and just saying things and spending your entire life in his business because you don't agree with the way that he's presenting something crazy one thing I I do just want to say about like the Lil Nas X situation is that like for a lot of especially Let's just let's just separate. Let's let's take a let's take a step back and let's not think about Lil Boosie and Lil Nas X right now. Let's think about the the 16 year old black boy that spends every single solitary Thanksgiving with a older relative who says the exact same things about Lil Nas X at that dinner table. Let's think about how likely it is that he will want to come out, want to live in, want to live his truth, want to walk his own path because of those comments. Because you all have to see that these, that these scenarios and these people exist in real life, right? So let, let's go back to the, to a scenario that seems more real life. How likely do you think this boy is to come out or to want to, to, to be truthful about how he identifies it's not very likely and those people those those family members that you have who are queer or who have not yet come out publicly are going to see these comments that you're making online when you're agreeing with Lil Boosie who by the way has look <laughs> I'm not going to say that because it will be rude but let's just let, let's think about it like just think of think about it from a real life sense but all I know is I'm going to listen to that album, Industry Baby is a Bop, and I really just think Lil Boosie should stay in the straights business. Like, just just stay over there. No one asks for your commentary. No one really wants to know what you think. And furthermore, like, just, I have said this before, but mind your business. <laughs> mind your business. Lil Nas X has literally done absolutely nothing that would hurt 
anybody, despite the fact that y'all think that now he's going to make boys think they can be pregnant, which like I told the niggas in the segment before this, get a book, sit down and be quiet because clearly this is a conversation you can't participate in because, um, the, 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 the comprehension, the understanding, it's not there. And as for Lil Boosie and the rest of the online cult that wants to troll, a wise woman once said, it's a lot of hateration up in this dancery. And at this point, it ain't cute. There we go, hating again. Now for this last segment, I just want to get a little mellow. I just want to chill out um, because I just want to take some time to um, address something now. First things first, I have to say rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. You know, clearly by the outpouring of love and support that we've seen on social media, you know, he was highly regarded. He was loved. He was cared for. And it was this is certainly a situation where we lost someone exceptionally great, exceptionally too soon. So that's just that's the first thing I have to say. And just to follow up that statement, I really just want us to take stock of ourselves and to take stock of our, our mental and our physical well-being. Like it's, it's one thing, like, you know, to see someone being successful and to see someone that you perceive as, oh, well, they're a happy person. They're pretty chipper. They're pretty up. Like you really don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And especially like when it comes to situations where they're like where they are a celebrity now we all know like for a while before his passing you know people were all just like people were speaking very negatively about Chadwick Boseman you know he had lost some weight his appearance shifted and because the internet is the internet and people feel entitled to you know saying whatever they want to say um because it is the internet um they have said some pretty disparaging things about him before his passing and before learning that he had been struggling with cancer which is the reason that his um appearance had changed so drastically and I think that we just kind of need to take a break and we need to take a minute to take stock of ourselves um because whether he was you know fighting mental illness or he but whether he was battling addiction or whatever the case may be you know you really just need to take a minute to just say like you know am I am I in the am I okay and are those around me okay um and because in in situations like this they are exceptionally tragic and it's it there's once you get to this point and and you're feeling those emotions and you're looking back and you're like, well, you know, what can I do? You have to see how those words can be reflected in real life. And and that just means taking a minute, you know, making sure that you're checking on yourself, but you're also, you know, being there for others. I When I get on this podcast, I'm just like, you know, just 30, 40 minutes of me, me, blah, 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 blah. Y'all know how I am when I get, or... Y'all know how I sound when I get on here, but for, I, I, I want this podcast to be a release. I want this to be, you know, something that people will come to and it's not causing any undue stress or anxiety. So take a minute, check on your family members, you know, check on yourself and, 
and especially those that are, are that are that are battling or that are fighting battles that they don't tell you anything about. Make sure that you're checking on those people and making sure that you're, you know, taking a minute to say you love them and that you cherish them and that you care about them because if there is one thing death always is, it's just unexpected. And it is but it is final. And and once you know you pass on there is nothing you can do to mend any fences or, or go back in and take unsaid. Well, you can't unsay anything anyway, but there's nothing you can do in death that will undo anything, you know, part a person was doing when they were living. So just take a minute, check in with yourself, check in with others, make sure that, you know, you're, you're caring for yourself and, and they're, they feel cared for and, and those things of sorts. But one thing that I did want to address is especially like in Hollywood, because Michael K. Williams, his passing was unfortunate. Um, there was also the passing of another young black entertainer. Um, his name was Fuquan and he was a comedian, very loved and revered as well. And I, they were both for possibly the same things. And it was fentanyl based cocaine. And the one thing I will say is that like, and I know a lot of people like people do often experiment with drugs, you know, whether it's because they're battling an addiction or, you know, because they're being experimental or whatever the case may be, but just be careful, especially in like, and in this country, like in America in 2021, it is exceptionally dangerous, um, to be experimenting with things. And when you are someone who has like maybe an addiction or something like that, you know, you're a little bit more inclined to make these purchases, but there is like a really big problem, like with things that are laced with fentanyl. And it's specifically because like the United States has, because pretty much everything is a controlled substance. Pretty much everything is banned. It's illegal. There is absolutely no way to ensure the quality of anything as it enters this country which I know there was like a guy out there who was like an advocate like oh we should just legalize everything and we should just let people make their own decisions you know woo, woo, woo. and we as the United States will never get to that point because it's we also make too much money criminalizing all drugs and incarcerating people but that's besides the point but I'm just saying be careful you know be careful with what you do be careful what you say just just take a minute, take a breather, you know, have a seat, do some internal reflection, you know, are you okay? You having a good day, you know, you having a good week? Like, do you feel like where you are, you are where you want to be? Like, ask yourself some questions to just take stock of yourself and to take stock of the things around you. Because like I said, death is always unexpected, but it's final. And, and once, you know, a loved one passes away, um, the memories that you have between you and them, they're now they're only yours and you honor those memories and you honor their memory, um, just by making sure you're taking care of yourself. So because, you know, I returned from a hiatus because I was taking care of myself and, and taking care of the, the things around me, I just needed to take a minute on the podcast to, to just say that to just be careful, take care of yourselves, take care of your friends, take care of your loved ones. And, you know, join us next week where we 
will continue to discuss issues that are important to me, important to my community, and important to the people around me. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to Black Blacksplaining. Um, and I hope that this episode was interesting enough for you to come back and join us next week on Wednesday. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great week. I hope this is some Wednesday wisdom for you.